clips and the Neptunes are just, uh, they're one of my favorites growing up. Pusha came back with a song called The Story of Aiden. And the entire song was about how Drake impregnated a porn star and then completely tried to hide the fact that he did that and became a deadbeat dad like his dad did to him. He forced Drake to become a dad. And so now after that song, but Drake had to be seen in public being a, a dad after that. Like it was a whole thing. Speaking of kids have, forcing kids having a dads, I saw this TikTok today of this dad saying that he's not the father at them like fake court show you know like a judge judy will if you will she's like the judge was like so you were in prison for five years because you didn't pay child support he's like yeah because that's not my baby and the woman's like that's your baby that's your baby and he's like that baby don't look like me you like that hello and thank you very much for downloading this most recent episode of movie guys podcast you can download many more episodes at movieguyspodcast.podbean.com spider-man cross the Across the Spider Verse into the Spider Verse. I don't know. This is this is confusing. Part one, uh, an hour too long. Um, there was too many Spider people. I fell asleep twice. Who's the spot? We're talking about the new Spider Man uh, across the universe. Across the Spider Verse. Across the Spider Verse. Eric, how the hell are you doing? I am excited to talk about this one. This was a I don't know, like. It was fun to watch, but it was a chore because that these runtimes. I was looking at the runtimes for all these movies that um, we are going to watch or that ha- we have already seen. Everything is hitting the two and a half hour mark, and and stop it, stop it, please go back. Thank I, I hate that I have to praise Super Mario f- for its runtime of an hour and a half. Um, I'm I'm nervous about what Indiana Jones is going to be this year. Indiana Jones is five hours long. <laughs> and most of it is this Harrison Ford trying to stand up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here, uh, Indiana Jones and the Walker of Doom. Um, gee, I actually pulled that one out of my rear end. <laughs> you like that one? Yeah, I just came out of that one. Pat yourself that was a good one. Yeah, yeah, I'll pat myself on that one. So, yeah, so, um, I, I mean, you said famously in a few episodes ago that I just like spoil everything right off the bat because I really want to get it out my chest and then we talk about it. But um God, I hate this movie. Um this which was is a which lot. is right. So completely different directors. And the animation looked a little different too. And yes. it looked completely different. I'm like, this is this is the sequel. And I remember this. So bear with me on this tyrant real quick, but you and old school host Ed got me to review the OG Spider-Verse movie because you guys are like, hey, we need to see this, we need to see this. I know interest in seeing a Spider-Man cartoon. It looked like anime. We all know that I'm not a big anime kind of guy. You guys are like, no, this guy's great. This movie's good. You need to see this. It's being nominated for animated film of the year, which it won, I believe. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, okay, fine. So it's been nominated. It beat out Pixar and Disney. And we reviewed it in February of 2008, 2019. <laughs> it was when we reviewed it. It came out in uh, 2018. We reviewed it in February of 19. And, oh, my God, did I love that movie. Yeah. I, I liked the animation. I liked the characters. Uh, I thought everything kind of made sense uh, for what they were trying to do. They wrapped everything in a bow. This is what happens when you have a pandemic in five years in between movies because this movie goes so over the place. 
so fast, way too soon. I thought I'm supposed to see Miles, not the first 15 minutes about Ghost Spidey and then have a credit. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm so whiplashed with this movie, Eric. Yeah, like, well, I, I don't know what's going on. Welcome to the Spider-Verse. It's okay. So I've always said that you're the comic guy, right? So when I know you, Miles, we get Madam Web. Is that the uh, is that the lady that's working with Ghost Spidey or whatever Ghost Gwen? I'm um, Spidey Gwen, whatever. That's kind of like um, coaching her through the whole Spider verses. Is that Spider her? Woman? Is that who that is? A Spider Woman? Yeah, the lady who rides a motorcycle and and is pregnant. Who are you talking about then? I'm talking about a character who's not been introduced in the Spider Verse. Yeah, the 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 puns keep going. I hate to say, but there is a Sorcerer Supreme kind of a person named Madame Web, and it, it, it's a never mind. It's a whole thing. No, wait a minute. Hold on. Isn't that? Isn't she in the OG cartoon when we were kids? Yes. She would pop up and smoke, and she would have like a throne. Right. She, she has a throne, yes. Okay. So is the spot a character in this in, in this comic? Because I know this Miles Morales thing. Okay, so I'm sorry, let's just backtrack everything I just said. Is Miles Morales the focal point on this spider verse in the comics? Oh yeah, sure. Uh in his own. Like there are so many, as we have seen in this movie, so many different variations of every superhero. We're in we're in the multiverse now, so it, it, we go over all of them. You saw the Council of Kangs already at the end of Ant Man. There, it's that there. We saw an army of Sp- Spider Men, a Spider Army, tried to chase Miles Morales in this movie. There are variations, countless of every type, in the world now. It's introduced. We're we're there. Okay, so, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like it. Then I will tell you the moment I fell asleep, and I literally mean I fell asleep. Um, is when they go to the uh, with, uh, India, when they go to India verse, and the spider guy with the wavy that's, hair. It's not in. Yeah, well, I guess it's India, the India verse. Isn't that India? Yeah. Well, they yeah they go to uh, what's it, Mumbatan, Mumbatan. Yeah, dude. I, it's I, not I, Mumbai. It's not Manhattan. It's Mumbatan. I I I I, I checked out. My daughter fell asleep. I fell asleep. <laughs> oh, man, that was a great part. There was a part where I hated in- it. Spider-Man India was going off on a rant about how Americans call it chai tea or non-bread, which contrasted Miles uh, earlier saying why people call it ATM machine. Wow. Because okay, so chai is tea, I... non is bread, and ATM, the M, stands for machine. Good night, everybody. That was I just broke Jordan. Apparently, <laughs> dude. Like I, I, I'm seriously, dude. That's why I was excited to talk to you about this. I don't know what's wrong with me. I really, really hate this movie. Like I'm on, I'm on, I'm on Songbird level here. Oh man, like, I thought this movie was great. Oh it was, no, I hated it. The runtime was not appealing. I can tell you that. But everything else was, uh, I thought, pretty, pretty cool. The art was fantastic. It was the way it changed with everything. I like. Uh, how Gwen was a bit more of the protagonist in this than Miles was. I guess traditionally protagonist is first on screen, antagonist is second to contrast the protagonist. But uh, we didn't kind of see it that too. Oh, no, we got it till later, right? Because it was, uh, it was her, her dad. And, 
It was it was Sarah Her fighting the spot. Uh, no, I okay. So is this the same Gwen from the first Spider Verse movie? Yes. So they explained it in this movie that in the Spider Verse uh, and the, the guy running it is um, uh, Miguel O'Hara, played by Oscar Isaac, who's also Moon Knight, and he is the person that is uh, kind of like almost like a Kang. He's like almost the one that holds it all together. He makes sure that all the spider storylines are working that, uh, and he explains later on that what in the web, that there are uh, things called cannons or, or canon events that have to happen to every Spider-Man. Right. Yeah, Whether like, it be like Uncle, Uncle ben, ben dying. Yeah. Uncle Ben dying or yeah, exactly. Or the tragedy of like the lost with like Gwen Stacy dying or Mary Jane dying or like their father dying. Yeah, it's it, there's ripples that kind of just go along. And he is this person who's obviously seems very uh you know uh, he knows that he, like he needs to do it. Like it's a thing that it's that you know he needs to do to keep the order, but he doesn't want to do it. Uh at least that's what I got the the impression of what he was doing. But the enemy a spot, a literal plot hole going through every canon part of the story and putting holes in it, poking holes in actual stories. I thought it was pretty fun. Um, yes, they mentioned that spot. I don't know much about Miles and in, in his run in the comic series, but they made mention that this villain, played by Jason Schwartzman, uh, that he was the villain of the week, and that banter was fantastic. The way that they're just kind of flipping through holes through Manhattan. And uh, that was great. <clears throat> and Miles trying to figure out how to actually fight this guy. And then seeing this villain turn into something a bit more. And I thought it was great because he called himself uh, Miles's nemesis. And Miles was like, no, you're just a villain of the week. And it kind of builds up a bit more and more. I, it was a great contrast in the movie because both the hero, Miles, and the villain the spot are similar. They are not taken seriously until that moment where it's like, oh, wait, we have to take these people seriously. Where it's too late. Spot becomes now this interdimensional uh, multiverse jumping villain. Miles is this person who defies the canon events from the other Spider-Verse people and says, no, I'm going to do it my way and takes on the entire Spider-Army with the exception of Spider-Punk, I would imagine. It's it's okay. it's a it's a it's a huge movie. There's a lot going on with it, and there's um, a lot of comedy in it as well too. A lot of uh, Easter eggs, a lot of uh, good appearances. You know, you get to see I... the different. The, you get to see a lot of different Spider-Men too. Uh, Andy Samberg voiced um, uh, the Bailey one. Uh, uh, Spider, you know, the uh, the the guy with the biceps and the cutoff. Best. So I guess I guess I guess my gripe and my big irritation with this movie is that I guess I didn't see the same movie you did. I found the movie very hard to follow along. I found the movie to be very trying slash boring. Um, I found myself not caring at all about Miles or his struggles like I used to because the last movie is about Miles and him becoming Spider-Man and and what Miles is all about. That's what I'm here to know. Um, with with this movie, it, it was very uh, the, the villain said no. Miles says he's the villain of the of the week. Well, this movie is the movie of the week. This is like a lifetime movie. 
Um, the spot. I hate the spot. It's terrible. He says, I became the villain because you threw a potato at my head or something like that. What? And I was, yeah, you don't know. He says that because, uh, cause the spot and him are fighting in some, oh, uh, yeah. oh, the bagel. Yeah. Cause he got yeah, thrown the bagel like that. that. No, he and doesn't. Like, was that in the first movie? Yes, it was in the first movie. And yeah, he brings up that one part, but he also brings up how he created him is because he blew up the super collider. Right. And then like his, his, it's, it's, it's not a suit. It's his skin. He said, yeah, he basically pointed that out because he's just saying that, or right, from the start, we didn't like each other. You know, like you, you throw a donut or bagel at somebody. You, that's not a good way to make friends, Jordan. That's not a good way to make friends. That's how we met. I threw a bagel at your head, and you're like, hey, I like the cut of this guy's jib. Well, it was an everything bagel. Oh, I'm saying. That's some sesame. He threw everything at me. So when you were going on your plot description of this movie, I kept on thinking about the same thing, and forgive me because I'm going to say it, is that this is just a ripoff of Loki. This is the same exact storyline. This, this is, is adding this canon. is insane. This is stupid. This, this is, is canon. This is canon. This is MCU. Yes, yes, this is oh, MCU. God, no. It, it, here's here's the, the weird thing about this is that this is actually, a, the, I think, the first movie that's not Marvel affiliated. It's distributed by Sony Motion Pictures and uh, Sony, Sony Picture Releasing and their animation studio, Sony Animation. I don't see, I didn't see Marvel or an association with Marvel on it. Um, maybe I walked in late, but the, I think this is a standalone Sony, which means um, that they struck a deal to maybe Sony and Marvel will hold some hands together a bit. But yeah, there's a moment where Miguel O'Hara and uh, I think Ghost and uh, Spider-Gwen are, are running, and he makes mention of um, when one universe is collapsing about the mess that the Doctor Strange and that one spider did from Universe 616. Okay, see now this is, again, I really hope I am speaking to the people that are listening that are just going cross-eyed with us here. What is 616? You said this before. Is 616 our universe? Yes. So what is Miles Morales in? Is he in 616? No, Miles I think is in like 5105. Okay, okay, wait a minute. Okay, so okay, so Miles in the first movie and this movie is not in our reality. It, right, they're cartoons, they're in their own reality. Okay, so then Tom Holland never happened in this universe. Tom Holland did happen in, in well not in this universe. I'm sorry, right? correct, not in this universe, no. Okay, so okay, so Toby Maguire, Tom Holland. MCU stuff is 616. So our reality is 616. Uh, Tom Holland is 616. The other spiders are all different universes. So Tobey Maguire is a different universe. Uh, Venom from Tom Hardy is a different universe. Uh, Andrew Garfield is a different universe. Um, everything that we saw in, in, what, the 70s is a different universe? Like, everything's a different universe. I'm, I'm, I'm sure you can tell from my face that I'm frustrated and bored. And the reason why is because the, I cannot watch another verse movie. You know what I mean, Eric? Like it's, it's getting way too much I, because when it gets too much, I'm not watching the movie. 
I'm trying to figure out what is happening in the movie because I'm supposed to pay attention to these little Easter eggs about what happens in Earth, universe, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, what? I don't just tell me a straight story like which this movie didn't happen. Because I also didn't understand when when Spider Gwen was facing like a vulture from the 1920s. That was cool, or whatever. By the way, yeah, that that was cool. I I was I was pissed. I was not happy watching this movie. My arms were folded a lot. Golly, man. I'm serious. Like I I, I don't get it. I don't get why people like this. Uh, the first movie was a nice little one-off, and I know they're gonna do a sequel. Because there's going to be a part two, which is going to be, what, four and a half hours? Like, this is nonsense. Probably because this movie feels a bit more like the comics. Like, it can be more comic accurate than it can for a live action movie. They could take a lot more liberties. And we mentioned this before in, what what did we just do? Where I was complaining about Little Mermaid swimming. That was last week's episode. That was last week's episode. Yeah, Mario. Uh, All right, yeah, Mario. We'll keep it going. Make it a weekly thing. Uh, every week, how you're upset that Little Mermaid swims? Live action, okay, fair. live action mermaids don't swim like that, Jordan. Not my mermaid. Hashtag. Where was I now? <laughs> I mean, like, I I am very very sorry if I'm fully oh, it, 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 the way that it looked. Um, I like that Gwen's world was like a lot more watercolor. That it changed with emotion. It changed with scene. The background just kind of bled out after a while. That was very creative. I liked uh, the color choices that they would do for all the different universes. Um, I liked uh, Earth Terra, like the the, the future verse that uh, Miguel was from. Uh, I liked Moonbatten. Moon that was obviously a, a fun one too. Uh, I liked all the other that we got to see Peter Parked Car. That's a, a fun nod. We got to see him, so which is a spider car. Uh, uh, yet again, my arms were folded. Um, I thought that if you're going to go into, um, like a multiverse movie, I thought the first one did it justice. It, it, it told a smaller story and it was easier to understand. Um, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm just grumpy towards this kind of movie. Um, it could be it. If you were going to watch, if you were forced to watch one movie gun to your head, Jordan, and I made you pick between Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse, this movie or Matilda, the musical, what's it going to be? Oh, this one. Matilda was... Really? Uh, Matilda was a chore. That was worse. Matilda, I couldn't even finish. <laughs> and we uh, all know how bad it is when you don't finish. You gotta <laughs> come to the end, bud. I mean... Man, I, I, the, the mountains you climb, sir. What do you mean, the mountains I climb? Uh, to, to, for this show, to, to get three quarters the way through a musical i appreciate I it i know the listeners do the last time i blew my head off with a musical is when you guys had me review hamilton and that one was woof. i still don't understand how really like you just saw uh, someone from the east coast who's okay well on. go back what are we watching again spider-man shot um uh no um <laughs> spider-man um, there is a moment in the movie again before my arms were completely folded, uh, and I was checked out completely, and I was on my phone majority of the time. Was I did like uh, the conflict with uh, Miles trying to tell his parents the truth, and when uh, they think he just has a girlfriend with Gwen, and then he has a moment with Gwen on the rooftop for his dad getting promoted. Yeah, uh, I thought that 
okay, that had some character building with it a little bit. Uh, I enjoyed that. When did Miles become invisible? Was that in the first movie? Uh, kind of ish. He developed. Uh, he was learning his powers a little bit more in the first movie because he just got bit from the spider in Universe Forty Two, uh, which they played with numbers. By the way, in this movie, like he wears in his universe, he wears a, a basketball jersey that says Forty Two on it. It's funny, right? Because he got bit by the spider from Forty Two. Anyway. Didn't did didn't the spot release that spider? Yes. Who released that spider? The spot, spot which did. was supposed to bite him. The spot. So the spider was supposed to bite the spot to turn into spider spot. Yeah. Or or was or was spot not spot yet? No, that's that's what it was. Spot was not spot yet. He was supposed to. Yeah, he had made the spider. Was was supposed dude. to bite him. Why is Miles instead? Miles had to go into that universe and all that, do all the thing into the Spider-Verse. Um, blows up a Super Collider, creates Spot in doing so, and now we're here. Okay, so Spot was a dude before, like just like a human dude. A scientist, yes. That got a hit in the head dude. with a bagel or a donut. Okay, and then he creates... Okay, wait a minute, though. Is human Spot dude from... Miles's universe. It has to be because he's not in universe. He's not in universe forty-two then, or is he from Earth forty-two? There's or a whatever? different. There's different variations. I'll work. Yeah. See, Loki. This is this is. Oh God. Okay. So so scientist Spot in universe forty-two creates a spider to bite Spot in the Miles Morales universe, but it bites no, Morales. No, he was supposed that. to bite him, but the spider jumped dimensions and bit Morales, Miles Morales, in the other universe. So you see how this is confusing, Eric? <laughs> I, I, it was explained by, by saying that the spider I, went to a different universe to bite someone else. It's so confusing to me. I don't know why I can't get my mind wrapped around this stuff, man. It's I, I I'm I'm so, going left, right. I I'm gonna do you a favor, okay? All right, all right. There, there is Take a care. yes. To help you explain all this, there was a brilliant piece of science fiction that came out in 1995, and it was called oh. Sliders, and it was by with Jerry O'Connell, John Reese Davies was in it, and some other people. Who cares? <laughs> Sliders, okay. Yeah, will will this help you? This or Rick and Morty? It's gonna be one of the two, Jordan. It's gonna I don't help. like Rick or Morty. Then Sliders, it is. We get to. to <laughs> I don't like Sliders. To help you exp to help you uh, get more familiar with the concept of the multiverse. In Sliders, they call them dimensions. Is that gonna help? No, I don't like the multiverse. I don't like that there's endless amounts of universes of different Spider Men. I don't like Spider Punk. It's stupid. It's stupid. You know what? Spider-Punk would agree with you. He wouldn't even show his face. He know. did show his face. At later. <laughs> also played by uh, Daniel uh, Kaluuya, who's also in uh, uh, Black Panther. As I miss that, Peter Porker. Is that guy. He'll, uh, Peter Porker and, and Spider Noir are coming back in the next one, I think. Yeah, part two. No, I just, I, okay, how about this? You know how I have said numerous times that I don't like anime and I don't like musicals? Um, I'm going to say universe movies are going to be 
in that same category for me because it it, it drives me bonkers because I can't watch a movie. I can't review a movie because too much is going on. I guess I'm just used to old school movie telling, man, where I'm able to like focus on the story, figure out what's going on and as and assess my feelings towards that said film. With this one, I get Army of Spider-Men. Is, is Gwen a trans? I don't know. That's a thing online for some reason right now. People are I, bored I, online, I guess. Yeah, I mean, like, I, there was no evidence of that, so I don't know why they're saying that. That's stupid. Um, yeah. It, it's it's just, it's little things like that. Uh, scientists spot creates spider that jumps through universes that crosses my head. The reason why I don't like universe movies is just because it's an excuse for them to try to fix the mistakes that they make previously. These are kind of accurate. This they, is? Yeah, they, they, they do this, like, comics jump multiverses. It's a thing. They they do it all the damn time. They do it to explain crossovers. They do it to explain different stories. They do it all, all the time. In fact, the multiverse is an actual, like, live theory that many, you know, uh, people believe in, that uh, that we're living in one right now, and that there are different hundreds of thousands infinite variations of jordans out there that have done very different things and that your experiences of deja vu are um one such events where you know you collided with that person with a like you or it had a, a similar event and um you actually you know kind of there's a there's a lot of theory behind that too um, that's people that want to live forever, and that's the same people, all due respect, if anybody's listening, that is is the same as flat earthers. Join a convention. I, I mean, it's it's not. Is it not? Because we have evidence yes, that flat or, that flat that the Earth is not flat. Excuse me. We have evidence that there's no such thing. We, we have evidence there's such thing as a multiverse. No, you don't have any evidence to prove or disprove it. Uh, a lot of evidence to 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 prove that this movie isn't good. And this movie goes everywhere, and it and it completely alienates, I think, a good chunk of the audience. I feel like if, I feel like this movie is good for like the super super Miles Morales like Spider Verse comic fans. I feel this is just for fanboys. Sure. And I'm saying, and where I get frustrated is I'm not a fanboy. Okay, perfect example: a movie that uh, that I enjoyed recently that we talked about. Not saying that we recorded it. Was uh, Dungeons and Dragons? Game night. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> that's a mystery episode it's not recorded anyway dungeons and dragons i'll tell you why dungeons and dragons is better in this movie because it took a person like me that doesn't know anything about dungeons and dragons that has heard about dungeons and dragons but it took a person like me and it and it and it held me with kid hands and it was able to like help me go along with it and follow a storyline this one was just like hey have you haven't seen these uh these spider-verse comics you, you thought part two one you thought part one was uh was easy guess what bud good luck well, yeah, this movie's you know, a sequel. It's bad. It's not good. This movie's teetering on a bag of kernels. But teetering. I, okay, you you have to as as a as a movie enthusiast, can you say that just because you didn't like a movie that it's bad? Without any without any other reason. I mean, sure, if you can give me a reason that like the 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 plot was thin and it didn't it lacked depth and the characters didn't have any development or the art was horrible or the cinematography was bad or the sound in like those DC movies where they constantly display a a Spotify playlist of like golden sixties or some shit like that and it's nice. just like stop that it, it, yeah like, it, like that's good reason to say. 
a movie's bad. Which, by the way, we didn't bring that up in Mario. The horrible soundtrack that they had. The, Gal- the Guardians of the Galaxy ruined it for everybody. And, and But if you can give me any one of those reasons why this movie is bad, then, I, you know, that's that's valid. Give me something like I, that. But, but for you I, to say that, no, it's stinky and poopy because I don't like all these spider people. Then I'm gonna I'm gonna call you uh I don't know it's not a racist because superheroes aren't a race it's um, I don't know superheroist that's I'll, I'll work on the name but we'll we'll get back to it yeah please I would love to hear your your good your good one how about you come dumb huh got him oh wrap it up boy give myself a badge no that was dumb. nice no that was nice dumb. nice you deserve everything positive that comes your way you deserve to wake up tomorrow with a fresh cup of coffee ready to go served to you by the missus you deserve nice breakfast everything i'm gonna revenge watch this movie again after we're done with this please um i would say that uh what what took me out of the movie besides everything else i've explained since you want to say i have to explain why i did not feel for the characters i feel the characters were in my opinion not written very well uh because because i went into this movie wanting to know more about miles because i don't know much about miles i know miles from two things i know him from the first spider-verse movie and the spider-man game that came out a few years ago what questions the... do you do you have about him that, that weren't explained in those movies in that movie in that game i want well i want to know like is he gonna have a mary jane or is gwen is mary jane like how's that gonna work um i want to know um, who is Arch is? Is this Arch Green Goblin or Doc Ock and their versions of that? Um, I want to know what happens when he gets a little bit older. Does he go to college? He be, you know, like stuff like that. Like, I want to know more about him as All a character. All those are literally explained in this movie. No, they're not. They are most certainly are. The spot literally says, I'm your nemesis. He's a terrible... No, I want I want Doc Glenn Ock. Glenn Stacy want... has... You're not going to get this. That's not this movie. If you want that movie, go watch Peter Parker and Tobey Maguire. Like, that's not this... That This is a different movie. This is a different Spider-Man. Well, this I is a like different it. enemies. This is not your this is not your Pokemon. Yeah, the the 150 that you that you were collecting and watching the TV shows with. Now they're doing like Alpha Super Mega you know this is this is not your grandfather's Oldsmobile. And I think you of all people would agree with me that the original 151 Pokemon were better than the rest because a new one is a stick, Eric, literally a stick. Yeah. So there's that that that's my point. Is that the original was better. So yeah, I guess I would say Toby Maguire and even Andrew Garfield movies were better than this one. Because they were the original 151, not 150, 51 but, if you count YouTube. But this movie's not trying to be those. I'm not saying it's trying to be it. I'm saying I don't like it. Because because and I obviously has a love interest too. Like that's who his Mary Jane is Gwen Stacy, just like how it was in The Amazing Spider Man. Great. So who's this Gwen Stacy that's going to die? Is that going to be a Mary Jane? The whole movie's about how he doesn't want that to happen. The whole movie's about him saying, uh, we don't have to have, we don't have to have somebody die. We don't have to have, which is a canon event, by the way. And they he has to have, yeah. 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 And the whole point of him is saying, if you know it's going to happen, then why don't you do anything about it? And just accepting it because this is a part of our arc, this is a part of our turn, and this is how we are. No, if you know it's going to happen already, then do something about it. And that's what his whole 
that's what the whole movie or is built up to is Miles being like, I'm not like these other Spider-Man. Those other Spider-Men are doing their spider things. I'm setting my own path. And this is what it is. And they explain it for you in this movie that he's obviously interested in Gwen Stacy. Uh, this one played by Haley Seinfeld, by the way. It, uh, that By drawing pictures of her, uh, uh, a lot of pictures of her, and, you know, thinking about her, it, they don't make that a secret. And uh, this okay. whole interaction of everything else just seemed like, I, I don't know, it was just pretty much there. Sure. Him going I mean, yeah, to school, I... like he was having problems, and his parents, like, uh, when he was trying to fight Spot, his first fight, his parents were talking to the counselor, right, about what he's going to do, about how he has good grades, um, except in Spanish. But, yeah, about That's what he's right. going to do next. So That's a good joke. It's a good joke. Um, is the spot a character from the comics? I'm actually not too sure about that. Because again, I don't. This is all like new. Uh, Sorry, you're see. not the expert on this stuff. Then. Oh, is that where you're going with this now? <laughs> no, God, no, no. Whatever do you mean? Uh, no, Spot's been around for a while. He's a spider. He's a Spider-Man villain, but. Um, I don't know if he's like a nemesis. Yeah, or... it's it's not a good nemesis. I don't care if they're trying to make the spot cool. The spot wasn't cool. Um, the movie wasn't cool. Oh, here it is. I... He's an. I thought it was. Yeah, he's an enemy of Daredevil. Spider-Man and Daredevil. The spot is an enemy of what? So Daredevil. Oh, never mind. Because they're both Marvel. So I guess they'd be in the same universe. He's a street level. He's a. He is a villain of the week. He's he's a street level. A villain. If he's fighting Spider-Man this, and Daredevil, then then yeah. This is like them trying to pull Hammerhead out and make him a big villain. Right, but I I think they gave this guy a bit more like a, a, a like a reason. They gave him a battery. They gave him that if he were to go around to these universes that he can hop through, that he discovered he can hop through, um, that he can absorb more of this power and become a bigger villain. And I thought that was a a, a pretty. How's that? Unique. You were gonna say the word unique, but how's that any different than Kang? Because Kang doesn't go around absorbing like uh, spots. <laughs> That's nothing to do with spots. He uses spots as like a portal to go through, go through dimensions or universes, if you will. How's that any different than Kang going through different universes to get ultimate power? That's exactly Kang's plot. What power? What Kang already has all the power. And first off, it's Kang the Destroyer. He, I thought he's it was not... Kang the Conqueror. Oh, he's there's many different. He's also he, uh, he who remains, right? Yeah, but you told me in a very good episode a long time ago when we when we reviewed Loki, and I had no idea who Kang was, and what made me like him because you said he makes Thanos look like a baby. Yeah, is this guy can jump through universes, Kang, and he, he and he's figured out which universe he is going to be the ultimate ruler in. So he's going around and making sure that those other universes are destroyed, so he becomes the ultimate power. We are not there yet. With first off. In this MCU, I don't know which Kang we're getting. And yes, fair to everything that you're saying, I will I will admit that. Uh, but we don't know what Kang we're getting in this yet. We don't know if 
if he's able to to just jump or if it's going to be eventually he creates the world where all of his kangs are just fighting each other a lot of people are predicting the person who's going to beat kang is going to be kang or dr doom there's a lot of theories online wait but, but hold on you just confused me a lot of people that predict kang is going to be kang what do you mean because in loki we had he who remains which means he's the only king left, which means that there's been other wars. There's been other wars happening, which means that the other kings have been fighting each other for supremacy, and the one that we got in Quantumania was the one that was banished. So that is not the same Kang as the dude in Loki. Just a different universe Kang. Correct. It's a different variation. Different variation. So again, though, you just said you gave me that, so how is the spot not Kang? Not, I'm not. I'm making clear. I'm not saying that I think Spot is Kang. I'm just saying that this this is one of my complaints. This seems like from a guy like me that's outside of this comic book who doesn't like the multiverse thing. It sounds like it's an exact theft of Kang. I just. I guess I'm, because I'm, I'm shrugging my shoulders on it. You know what? I, I guess it's more so because I don't see other spots doing the same thing. Like, if the other spots were tr were going to do the same thing, then I guess all of the spots would be jumping universes trying to absorb what the one spot is doing already. But there's only one spot, and there's a bunch of Kang. If you want to compare it, I guess you could be like um, that moment when there was the first Kang, when the first uh, Nathan Richards, is it Nathaniel Richards or something like that? Uh, when... Uh, he first discovered his uh, multiverse jumping. Okay. You know, or, when he discovered the multiverse, I guess rather. Uh -huh. uh, if you want to compare it to that, sure. But again, I don't know. I don't know what Kang we're getting, or are we even going to get Kang anymore? And yeah, I don't know what this spot is. Uh, this spot is a different spot from anything that I've ever heard of in the comics because I thought that I don't know. He was just like a flavor of the week. He thought he was, you know, like. The, yeah, a scorpion, you know, or one of I those. I would say scorpion's higher than this guy. Like, I think he probably like does hammer. more damage. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, like, this is worse than scorpion or, uh, what's it, shocker? Worse than those guys. I, you know, I just, how they, about this? But that's why I say unique is because there, he, he was a villain who, because of his own dumbness he tripped right and fell into one of his own spots and mm -hmm. couldn't get out and then he realized like oh wait uh through an accident that he could jump that his spots would let him multiverse jump and he could absorb more power um which is great kang by the way just makes it just has a suit that is a powerful suit he's not like absorbing okay so it's different okay so the king that we got in quantum mania is okay not the king that you are telling me about eventually. He's a different variant. I, mean, I really hope so, because the king I'm thinking like is the one where in Quantumania where he, he showed him, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer that he was destroying worlds, like when he had the beams coming out of his, you know, out of his gloves, out of his gauntlets, and just decimating worlds. Like I want that king. I want the one that goes to the world and like you know flicks a bomb at it and just blows it up. Like that would be cool. So. Would it be stupid then if we found out that the King spot Destroyer. is a king? Oh, nice. uh, would it be stupid if we found out the king is a that spots a king? That'd be a stretch because there's a you know there's supposed to be kind of a different villains. Um, but 
You said this is canon. You're right. I, I have to admit that anything, anyone can be a Kang, just like it at one point was in the comics. Where you'd be like, oh, I'm the ancient ancestor of Kang. Wait a minute, though. One more thing. I'm sorry to, to now stop talking about Kang. Um, the dude in Loki is the same exact actor who played Kang in Quantumania. Jonathan Majors. But you were saying that they're very that, that they're variants. So Correct. meaning that there could be like it was in the Loki show, there could be a crocodile Kang. Yes. So why is this the same dude? Because the dude in Loki is the same dude as in Quantumania? I'm sorry. When you said same dude, um I got lost in your in your words. I thought you meant same type of person, yeah. They are variants, different variants of the same person. That's what I, I get confused in. Right, right. Okay, so even the same person. But my question is that how is that different than Spot, which is what's driving me mad in this review, is because the character of Kang that we get at the end of Loki is also played by the same actor who plays him in Quantumania. So that is not a different variant. That's literally the same dude that was in Loki then. Correct. So it's the played dude in the Loki... same actor, yes. Okay, but where's Crocodile Kang? Where's you know you, you see what I'm trying to ask you here? Did you see the Council of Kangs? Yeah, I don't. You can pause that, and you could see all like there's a Gorilla Kang, there's a Skeleton Kang, like there's a bunch of them. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't stay for the after credits. So, um, how about this? You there probably is a Crocodile Kang. There's probably a bunch of them. Or 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 Pig Kang. Um. You said in the beginning of the episode, or towards the middle here, where you made a joke and you said, hashtag not my mermaid. I'm going to say hashtag not my Spider-Man. I mean, that, that's just what it Which is. One? I, I All of them. I mean, like, I really enjoyed the very, very first Spider-Verse movie. I thought it was a good, contained, self-containing story. I enjoyed that story. It was new. It was fresh. I enjoyed it. But being the age that I am, Growing up on the Spider-Man movies that have come out since 2002 with Tobey Maguire, I don't like this. I like Miles. I just, I, I mean, I have no problem with Miles being Spider-Man. That's cool. I have no problem with it at all. Uh, I just, I just don't like this world. I don't like this multiverse, this universe nonsense, the variants. It, it makes me very angry. And I just don't because it's confusing. Like I want to turn on a movie and be entertained and take myself out of it and not have to sit here and think of quantum physics. So the first movie into the Spider-Verse also introduced the same concept of multiverse and they brought in not Spider-Man, not this scale. This, I mean, that was smaller. This is ridiculous that this, this goes big and I'm saying it's too big. Okay. Uh, just like the ads in 1998 for Godzilla, size does matter. But why? And but, it was too big. Yeah, but you're saying you're over the dimensional movies or multiverse movies, but it seems like you just want a few multiverses rather than all of them. I can deal with Back to the Future, which one would argue part two and three was a, was a multiverse kind of movie, right? Nope, same timeline. What? They explained the timelines there. And also, they get contradicted in the Avengers movie when the Hulk explains time travel where you cannot go back in time to fix the same timeline. If you go back in timeline, you are still on your same timeline. You just went back and created a new timeline of you going back into time. I'm simulating it's over my head. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I don't know what's wrong with me, dude. I, I, I just can't get it. 
It's it's too much. How about this? The first movie uh, had introduced the multiverse, introduced other kind of Spider-Man and different kinds of characters, but it was a smaller scale. And with this one having armies and having the spot character, which I could not get into the spot character because the hero is just as good as his villain. And I just could not get into the spot character. And um, I, I just found myself being more confused and more scratchy head. My, my daughter trying to watch this was more hilarious. She was just like, what? Because she was excited to see Ghost Spider because she likes that uh, Marvel little kids cartoon on Saturday mornings with Ghost Spidey who okay. has pink webs. That's what she was thinking she was getting. But that's what I thought I was getting. I didn't get that. I mean, we got a story with her and her dad, that which was uh, pretty touching, I thought. Um, she, you know, I feel like her story, which focused a little bit more on her in this movie, I feel like we it was worth it because we got to complete her story. And now we get to complete Miles' story. because In part two. He's, yeah, he's creating his own story, and he, he is revealing that. I, I liked the great touches about how he uh, went back to Universe 42 thinking it was his own universe, and finally telling his mom that he's Spider-Man, and she's had no clue who he was because it was in a different universe. Um, that was a pretty cool touch. I really liked that when they were going through the Spider-Verse, and I was looking real hard, that they showed the live-action people, that they showed Tobey Maguire, they, they showed Andrew Garfield and their Uncle Ben's, that they showed Donald Glover, who was in this movie and had a talking part in this. This is big for me because they showed him as the Prowler. The Prowler was the enemy in the first um, Spider-Verse right. movie. You remember that, right? Because right. Miles' uncle. Yes. And this is why this is big for me is because... Um, it means Donald Glover, as Donald Glover, or, you know, as the Prowler, um, real person, in this movie, a cartoon movie, says that, yeah, you know, we got mixed up. But in Spider-Man Homecoming, Donald Glover is also in that, and Tom Holland, Spider-Man, confronts him. He's the one that, you know, webs him to the to the, the car and has the voice changer on when Tobey Maguire was still kind of learning how to be a superhero. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that part at all in that part Don Glover says that hey uh, you know something to the likes of I got a nephew around here and he said that his name I think was the same as uh, the Prowler's name which was what's that um, who was Donald Glover in Homecoming he was just some some thief okay um, but uh, Uncle Aaron that's what it was um yeah, but it's a, we assume that he played Uncle Aaron in Homecoming and that his nephew he was talking about is Miles Morales. And it's great because uh, that would be canon because if he's the Prowler in this movie, then much like how Miles in the first Spider-Verse had his uncle be the Prowler, that um, there's probably a Miles Morales in the live-action MCU in 616. Which is our world. Which is ours, yes. Gotcha. Let's get into our popcorn ratings. I already know what yours is, so I'm not gonna give it a bag of kernels. <laughs> this is this again. I mean, I was I was talking crap about it, but this movie's not Halloween ends. I will always. I want to hate watch that movie with you. Sure. Um, do you want me to go first or you? No, I'm doing it now. I was just that was my that was my opening of it is I want to hate watch Halloween ends with you just together. Just you drive down here, I drive up there, and we there hate watch go. it. Um. It's not a bag of kernels. It's not a no bag. 
Um, I just wasn't entertained. Uh, I liked the first one more. So I, the first one, I gave it a large. And they say sequels are not as good as the originals unless you're James Cameron. So, yeah, small for me. Um, not into the different animation style. It was pretty to look at, but not my thing. Um, I think, God, I, I think I said everything I wanted to say about it, right? I just was not happy with it, was not thinking I was going to get this movie. Um, I wanted Aliens, but I got Alien Resurrection. So I just, yeah, it was fine. It was fine. I would say skip it. Skip uh, it. Uh, this is a solid medium for me. That runtime, it, it did feel long. It's a two hour 16, I think, right? 230. Uh, to how much? Oh, 220. Two, yeah. Is on IMDb here. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it, it definitely felt, I felt all that two hour 20. And then some, a little bit more actually. Um, I did enjoy it. Like, I, I was kind of curious as to where it was going to go, and then it just ended abruptly, and I was reminded then that, oh, <clears throat> they're making another movie <laughs> of this. So it was a kind of reminder of that, because I wanted to, some closure. I wanted some, you know, wrap up there, but so we got this. I'll have to wait for another one. I like the new characters of, like, Spider-Punk. I thought he was great. Uh, Hobie Brown is uh, the character. I liked... Uh, uh, India Spider-Man, Spider-Man India or whatever. Uh, I think he was great. I liked uh, they had Spider Bite in this one too, which was uh, pretty cool. She was the uh, the cyber techno girl mm. who could virtually go into uh, the Spider Verse. Mm -hmm. So that was it. Was pretty cool. I yeah, there are just parts that I really liked about this movie. It had the same charm and cuteness of and the art style of the first one that I enjoyed so much. I really liked the art in this one. I I really hope that this one would win over Super Mario if it's going to be nominated for anything. But we'll see. Um, but I can really see how this would turn off a lot of people. This movie was moving fast, and it was bright and colorful from, like, uh, from 0 to 30. Oh, yeah, that's right. Opening credits didn't come in until 20 minutes. Like, yeah. Yeah. So I, I forgot that they didn't even stop, but, and then it happened, and then... The opening credits were, I don't know, all but 30 seconds long. Uh, but, geez, that, that came in late. It was, again, a lot of bright colors, a lot of things coming at you fast. Spider-Punk had to... I, I read somewhere that uh, it was IMDb that they spent three years alone on just doing Spider-Punk in this movie. Because what? Because of, of the art. Because Spider-Punk is anarchist, you know, and so every frame is different. Every Everything is different. You know, like, uh, it, it, they didn't have to just draw them in and they could just, you know. That sounds crazy, like when they admitted that it took a year to render Sully's hair in Monsters, Inc. It's crazy, right? That's nuts. Um, oh, yeah, I'm not saying to say that, uh, but I did enjoy this movie. I did enjoy uh, parts of it. There were other parts where it just kind of seemed like, hmm, all right, we're kind of, you know, forcing me to get there type of thing, or I'd rather, you know, just hurry up and get there. Um, Spot was an okay villain. I like that they made him a bigger, a bigger threat. Uh, still, another villain that's more threatening than Kang right now in Ant-Man. <laughs> I, I, every villain that we've seen post uh, Ant-Man has been more threatening than Kang. I, I, I hope that people can agree with me, but um, on that, if you get it, they need to, to do something quick. They being Marvel. So I don't know, just a 
a solid medium. All the voices were were fine. Um, I don't know. I, I just I like the way they they do it. I like the way they they show all the Spider-Man uh, different variations of them in the Spider Verse. It's its own thing, and I think it's fun. Oh, we get I liked that the spot um, when he was dimension or multiverse jumping that he jumped into the convenience store uh, where Venom was, where Tom Hardy's Venom. Is that what that woman was from? Where he was like, you've seen this a lot or something like that. Yeah. 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 And she's just like, okay, that was that one. So you see now stupid stuff like that is like, I would not know that. Like what general audience would know that? Yeah. And this is stupid. You're you're very right. We're at a part where these movies are, you you have to follow along. And if you miss it, then you're missing a a whole lot, I think. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, Small for I'll, me and a medium for you, then. Yeah, I, I feel like this movie is only going to be as good as its follow-up because that's how it ends. And I want to see how this, this ends. Is it going to be some dumb ending where there's a sacrifice? Hold my hand. Don't let go. Hold my hand. You know, some thing like that where I'll just eye roll if that, if that crap happens again. You know, or um, his parents find out in, like, some sort of traumatic or, you know, difficult way rather than it being on his own terms mm-hmm. which always seems to happen this movie seems to know that there are canon events that there are common things that happen in superhero movies and in superhero stories and i think it wants to go a different way i hope it, i hope they do okay i mean i i i hope not to review a sequel but chances are with movie guys i'll be reviewing a sequel Maybe when this comes so, out to to stream, uh, it might be a better better watch. You can watch it in your in your 4K TV at home, your 80 inch mega surround sound, uh, setup you got there. You're making me sound like I'm cool. I, I got I got a 72 inch. Jordan's got a wet bar. Um, he's got a recliner chair with individual leg massage, uh, slots. Speaking of which, let me Palm sell you some trees. life insurance. <laughs> Palm leaf. Yeah. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening to this most recent episode of Movie Guys Podcast. You can check us out at moviegeyspodcast.podbean.com. Check us out on Twitter, uh, on Instagram, wherever you want to listen to. We are on all the social media platforms, too. Uh, thank you so much for downloading. And we'll be back next week for another awesome episode. Have a good night. Keep that in for later. That's how we drink it in Belgium. Call it the Belgium dip. There was so many that's what she said. Just back to back how you just did that. Go ahead. Yes.